this is a 2011 podcast. Ooh. Uh, well, in this year, 2011, do you know who I hate? Um, I'm going to say you hate... Now, well, I'm going to give you a clue, actually. Okay. I just got back from vacation. Okay. And it, and it came up there. You hate the cleaning lady at the hotel. That is exactly right. Really? Yes. Awesome. Hotel maids are my first person okay. I hate of 2011. Here's why. I don't think any of them are coffee drinkers. And yet, in the hotel room, they have the little coffee machine and the, the uh, you know, stuff for it. The accoutrement, if you will. I will. So, I think they do a great job of making the bed and, and you know, folding the towels and I, all the other stuff. But there's, there's never been a hotel. And I've stayed in a lot of hotels. There's never been uh, excellent coffee service. Which, what would you require from coffee service? Well, they have to replace, you know, because I make the coffee and then they have to replace the thing. Usually there's like a, a thing of decaf and a thing of regular. These okay. like one-time use things. Okay. And so I'll use the regular and sometimes that it's not replaced mm-hmm. or they just give you like three decafs. Like that's the same thing. <laughs> um, and then they also give you a little... Because decaf just has a little bit of caffeine. So if you put enough of it in there, it'll... Be yeah, like if I stack four of these decaf pods, it'll make one regular cup of coffee and then the like sugar and creamer stuff you know use that and then that doesn't get replaced or something and it's like if i came back and the bed wasn't made you know it's it's not nice but i'm the one that slept in it i don't make my bed here okay at my house so like what do i care or you know if the towels weren't changed or something like okay but i'm the one that used them like right i don't change my towels daily at home you know what do i care what sorry Rachel, been, Rachel does it right. We've been using the same ones for six months now. Um, so, but the coffee is like, you, I just woke up, you know, and I, I'm groggy, whatever. And I like, that's what I want. I want to go make coffee. So you make your coffee in the morning and you use like the regular pack and you mm-hmm. use like the filters or whatever. You know, it's like a built-in filter with coffee in it. You have no idea how little I know about how to make coffee. I know. I, well, I knew, like, this, I knew this would be like hard. So. More than pushing a button, I'm out. Like, yeah. I wouldn't know, like, where do I put the beans? And there's some water that's involved and some kind of filter. Well, and that's but beyond the thing. that, I'm confused. The hotel, really one, the hotel one is supposed to be push one button. You oh, put okay. this little pod in and hit the button and, I mean, put water in and makes coffee. That's it. I am like the stereotypical old person trying to get on the internet or program mm. like a DVR or something when it comes to coffee. Because I never do it. Yeah. And I've thought, you know, like I've done the whole thing where starting to drink scotch now because I'm oh. like, it's kind of a manly thing to do. Well, you, you're partially responsible for that, if not yeah. largely responsible for it. And I've been thinking... Because I said you should drink more. <laughs> I've been thinking maybe it's time to start drinking coffee. I don't know, like... It'll stunt your growth. <laughs> I'm worried about that. <laughs> um, I I was watching an episode of Parenthood the other night, and uh, uh, Craig T. Nelson tells his coach, yeah, tells his uh, grandson, you know, this is what men do. Men drink coffee in the morning or something like that. I was like, oh, Craig T. Nelson's kind of shaming me into uh, <laughs> becoming a coffee drinker. Yeah. So anyway, getting back to the, your maids, they what do they do? They have to clean the coffee pot. Well, I'm sure they're supposed to, but I don't even care about that. I, I mainly care about replacing the, the supplies so that I can make Shouldn't they just have in. a ton of them, like, in drawers or in yes, cupboards and ex- stuff? exactly. Like, because they're all, like, it's not like they're sitting on ice or something. They're not going bad, you know? Right. Yeah, why don't they give you way too much instead right. of never enough? Okay. And the other thing so is, they're like... Just, they're just super stingy with the... 
I think it's just they don't care. I don't think okay. that, you know, they just, maybe, like I said, they're not coffee drinkers. And it doesn't they get occur up to them. early in the morning, don't they? The maids? Yeah. I well, I guess not. No, they don't start until like after right? you yeah. have gotten out of bed, right? They're but so, bed. like, I make it easy. I leave them a trail of what I've used, obviously. They dump the garbage. They see the empty coffee pod and, and sugar packets and whatever. Like, couldn't they just see that and go, okay, that's exactly what I need to replace. There's no guesswork. But they don't do it. Yeah. Don't they don't they have little things now because they don't want to have to do the towels every day and they're like you can check off this yeah. box that says help us conserve water yeah. yeah or or maybe you don't check off a box maybe you just like leave them yeah somewhere it's or like if they're crumpled on the floor then they're gonna change them and if they're why can't they do that with on coffee? the rack they're just gonna like fold them nicer or something yeah exactly or have some kind you know have some kind of simple way of signaling to them hey this is what I need. And it's never like they it's never like they never replace it or something, but like this last time it was fine till the last day. And there's like nothing in there. It's like what? And I don't check the night before, you know, so you just wake up and you stumble over and you're like, ah. Oh. Come on, maids. I'm looking for any excuse not to leave a tip for the maids. Don't make it easy. Are you for supposed me. to tip for the maid? Are you supposed to tip the maids? Yeah, you're supposed to tip the maids. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm a bad I, uh, if you're there. Let me, like, let me ask you a tipping question. Okay. Okay, so you go to a restaurant, obviously you, you're eating at the restaurant, obviously you leave a tip, mm-hmm. preferably close to 20%, depending on the service. Yeah. If someone delivers food to you, you you tip them. Like at your home? Ser- yes. Yeah. If you go somewhere that is a sit-down restaurant, but you just take it out, you're not supposed to leave a tip, right? Oh, like where you go pick up... Like I go order Chinese food and I pick it up, or I go order pizza yeah. and I pick it up. I'm not supposed to leave a tip. That is a tough one. I mean, we, well, I, I agree. Like, why would you? What are you tipping for? Um, but, like, when you slice your card, it automatically comes up with that tip line. Right. Well, that's And I'm always like, oh, am I supposed to write something in? I asked my, my sister was, I think they called it, like, an expediter at uh, that Chinese place across the street from your parents' house. I can't think of what it's called. Oh, uh, next to Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mandarin. Man- the man- yeah, Mandarin. Yeah. And she would like get the to-go orders together or whatever. And I think I asked her once about She worked it. at Mandarin? Yeah. Really? She worked like everywhere in the art and arcade area. Um, she ever work at Winelli's Pizza? No. That's okay. My brother did. Your brother did though, yeah. Um, I asked her about it and I think she's like, well, you know... Yeah, I think she said yes, but she was one at the time. But it's like right. it's it. I mean, not ten or twenty percent. I mean, not twenty percent, but like a couple bucks because when, they're getting it together. When you or tip, something. you tip the server, right? Because yeah. the server brings you drinks, or the server you know brings you a box to box it up, or whatever. Like beyond, you don't tip the cooks, right? right? So in this case, the cook. What would normally happen is the cook would make it and they put it on a plate and whatever. In this case, they're just putting it in a container and then putting it in a bag. Like, right. I'm paying you to put something in a bag? Right. Come on. I usually don't do it, okay. personally. Good. Sometimes around the holidays. Usually, right. I'll, like, I'll, f- right. I'll feign just, like, um, being, like, busy or something. Like, not even looking at the receipt and just signing it. Like, oh, I didn't even see the line to write in a tip, you know. And, like, because I don't write the total either. I just sign it and give you it back to You just write them. in the line, I didn't see this line. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the, well, the kind of place where you go and you order at a counter and they give you a number. And then mm-hmm. someone brings you the food. I don't usually tip there. I mean, maybe if I paid cash, like a, like, a dollar uh, in the jar or something. Yeah. But, but like, well, I think if there's ever a tip jar at the front, yeah, you don't. 
like that's where you leave your tips, you right? Leave it on the table. But right? I mean, you, you tip a, a waiter or waitress because they tell you the specials. They you, they're coming back and forth to your table, you know, five, six, seven times with the courses and the drinks and the how is everything and everything. A place where you, where they just you know bring the food and set it on your table and, and walk away and never see yeah. them again. Like, East Sac Taqueria. Yeah, I'm not leaving a tip for that. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Because, yeah, there, there's no service there. I mean, it's the same thing with the, to, the to-go thing. You're, you've driven there. You're walking in. You're carrying it out to your car. Like, you know, what are you tipping them on? If you are just bringing me my food and that is it, I'm not leaving you a tip. Right. Because there has to be there has to be more than that. Right. Getting you the food is included in the price of the food, which is why I never understand when you buy a car. There's a destination fee. Why am I paying you to get the car to your lot? You're not, I've come to you to get it. You're not bringing me a car in my driveway. You know, how can you sell it if it's not here? If I have to pay you an extra $800 to get it here from a cargo ship. I'm glad we're talking about money. Because that's going to be the subject of uh, the questions that I have for you today. Hmm. A financial (laughs) podcast? Are these going to be like relating to my personal finances? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, good. Uh, they might. I mean, uh, it's not directly that way. I don't but, want to make the listeners jealous. But <laughs> you make me jealous. Uh, but indirectly... With my could, tens of hundreds of money that I have. You could, you could indirectly, you know, mention things that might have to do with your uh, portfolio. Whatever. Okay. All right, so I have three questions for you. Okay. Here's question number one. Um, well, I'll start with a story. Hmm. I like stories. Uh, you've never seen the show Lost before, I don't think. I haven't. But in Lost, uh, one of the plot lines has to do with a series of numbers. Mm-hmm. And these numbers are... Um, 36, 24, 36? Yeah, but only she's 5'3". Oh, okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> the, it has to do with a hatch and a computer, and these numbers are entered in, and it like... It's described as, like, it keeps... Entering these numbers in every so often, like, keeps the world from ending or something like that. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Is 47 one of the numbers? No. Because on Alias, which was by the same guy, Mm -hmm. like, the number 47 would pop up everywhere. Mm -hmm. Something was always in room 47 or in level 47 or page 47. Yeah. It was very odd. Does J.J. Abrams just, like, have a hard-on for that number? I... Well, I don't... Apparently not. Well, anyway. So, there's a series of numbers and, like... Um, they, they kind of end up popping up in all these different things. Like, uh, it was like 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, things like that. And so, uh, like, they were on flight. They're like lotto numbers. The, right. Well, actually, they were. The the fat guy, Hurley. Mm-hmm. George, Jorge Garcia. The Weezer album guy? Yes. He, those, he played those numbers and won, like, hundreds of millions of dollars in the lottery. Were the numbers ever shown on the back of a fortune? In a Chinese restaurant? <laughs> I don't think so. That would have been good. But, like, he heard about these numbers from some guy in this mental facility, and they were, like, stamped on uh, this thing in the hatch, and they were the numbers that have to be input in the hatch, and, like, they were on flight 815, and it's like, they just keep reappearing. So, anyway, there are these people that play these numbers, like Lost fans that play these numbers in a lot of every year, or every week. Right. And Which is stupid, because if those ever come up, you're going to split it with 90 million lost Well, players. exactly. Four of the six numbers came up in last week's lottery thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, 9,000 people split right. uh, a certain amount for that. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Anyway. Well, re- all of a sudden, your $1 million prize becomes 10,000 bucks. Or, right. You know, I mean. Or, like, 
seventy dollars. Yeah. Anyway, my question is this: People are often asked if you won the lottery, mm-hmm. like not even like. Uh, I prefer to be asked when you win the lottery. Okay, thank you. Not even like just you know two million dollars or five million, but I'm talking about like the two hundred. Yeah, like something was, like that. Yeah. They ask you things like, you know, would you continue working? Would you quit your job immediately? What would you do? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, so I'm asking you, and I, I remember, you know, you said earlier today something about your job and how you feel about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you immediately quit your job? Oh, yeah. And what would you do to keep yourself, like, mentally busy? Because I don't think you could, you're the type of person who would just, like, sit around and not be able to, you know, throw yourself into or invest yourself into some kind of, like, enterprise. Right. I've thought about this a lot. I don't mean a lot, but like, you know, when you're laying in bed and can't fall asleep type thing. I would definitely, without hesitation, quit my job immediately. I'd say when they're like, when the little ping pong balls are coming up, as soon as I hit like four out of six, I'd, I'd be call. on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's looking good. I'm out. I don't even think I would give like two weeks. I, I might, well, I would have to go in, I guess, to do it. I'd just walk in and say, you know what? I'd do the, the blackjack dealer, you know, hand move and I'm done. I think you would need a day or two. To think of, like, the best possible way yeah. to do it. You know, because in this scenario, you don't, you want to do it in a memorable way, I would think. No. No? I mean, I really just want to, would want to be done, you know. Okay. Just, like, so long. Um, you could just start sick, taking sick days and, like, leave them in suspense. Like, is he going to come back? <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, well, we're going to stop paying you. Like, well, All right. do what you got to do. <laughs> Um, they fired me. I didn't quit. But you know, the, I, I'm going to collect unemployment. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I've often thought too, like I wouldn't want to publicize it. I don't know that I would want to tell people. Your neighbors. <laughs> well, <laughs> when they saw the house for sale sign, that would be like <laughs> the second immediate thing. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, obviously, like I don't know if I won the lottery tonight, if I would like call you the next day. I think that maybe. You know, six months. I, I believe that. Six believe months that. or a year from now, when, when we were having a party at our new house and you saw it was huge and in some ritzy area, you might think something was up. But if you quit your job, you think, how long do you think you, I mean, I guess you could keep it a secret. But, but like, what if I didn't tell you I quit my job? Would you I do mean, that? I mean, you don't think to call me between, you know, nine and five or whatever, you know? No, but like, I don't we know get together you... pretty regularly right, and we right. podcast right. and there's kind of a. Inherent bond that comes with being a podcast partner with someone that I, would, I don't know, I feel a little. Well, my main thing is like I wouldn't want. I feel like obviously you're going to be treated differently. You wouldn't put it on Facebook. Hey, everyone! I just won two hundred million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, because I wouldn't want to be treated differently. I wouldn't want to be expected to always pick and... up the check when we go out <laughs> when we go to Wingstop. <laughs> I'd be like, Joe, it's your turn. Ah, damn it! Oh, drop in the bucket for you. You get it again. I'm like, oh, okay. Really, you wouldn't. This seventeen fifty adds up quickly. Um, I would no, no, no. I would like you to make an agreement now, a gentleman's agreement. Okay. That if you win the lottery, you will always buy at Wingstop. Not everywhere, but at Wingstop. Okay, but with the caveat that it's got to be two hundred million or more. All right, gentleman's agreement. Okay. All right, done. I don't want to get. Yeah, I want to get like you know one number next week and get five dollars, and you're like, hey, let's go to Wingstop. Um. So yes, I would definitely quit my job. What would I do? I don't know. I would, yeah, you're right. I would definitely want to do something. Podcasting? Professional podcasting. Buy, build a podcast studio? <laughs> that would be awesome. 
Um, it would never be used though. Once a week, whatever. When we do it, could you like invest in uh, Adam Carolla's podcast situation and then somehow like infiltrate it and get yourself on there? As well, well, I've thought of the, not that specifically, but yeah, the thought of offering to buy into some business and then sitting on the board, or you know, but I don't know. I feel like you know. Obviously, I'm not a huge fan of my job these days, but and a good part of that is the work itself and the people. But another part is just you know you're locked into something, and so even if you are a you know on the board of directors of some corporation, you meet twice a month or whatever, you're still like locked into it, you know. Pretty minor locked into. No, I, mean, I know, you, but it's like know. the 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 concept or the you know the principle of it or something. So you'd want to be like this totally free spirit, like kind of wearing. Hemp clothes and yeah, okay. just spinning Seems around like and <laughs> the scarves. I would just become Stevie Nicks. <laughs> um, yeah, I would definitely want to do something. And I thought also, as shocking as this may sound, just something charitable. I could see that. You know, some sort of nonprofit. Like, uh, uh, paying for a guy to go to Wingstop. <laughs> like the the Jacob Olson Memorial Wingstop Scholarship. Memorial. You won again. Yeah. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna fake my own death too, because I don't want, I don't want people showing up like with their hand out. Hey, who you won the lottery? You know, I feel like, you know, my sister didn't join Facebook for years because she's like, oh, I don't want weird people from elementary school reaching out and all this all stuff. Neighborhood kids. Weird. I, yeah, exactly. I feel like the lottery is like eight billion times worse, two hundred million times worse yeah. than that. Is not these people aren't like, oh, so and so added you on Facebook. Now they're like. Calling you would probably you like and... cancel your Facebook account. I might. Yeah. You might cancel Koala because you don't want people to know where you're going. Right. Or, or I'm always like I'm or, in my vault. Or would you swimming be... in my money? Scrooge <laughs> yeah, McDuck style. Like, I'm in Europe now, a holes. Yeah, that kind of thing. No, yeah. Well, with Koala, it's so you know there's a small group right. of people. Right, right, right. It's not like any of us are going to be you know, right. Whatever. Suck it, Mister R. Yeah. I'm in Italy now. I'm in Ilford Iowa more than you now. <laughs> yeah, take that. <laughs> I would buy Ilford Iowa. Yeah. So yeah, I would I would definitely find something to do. Whether it was I mean, I feel like it would have to involve buying your way in, right? You can't just oh. knock on a door and be like, Hey I want two hundred mil, can I be on your board? Right. So whether unless it was Unless you wanted to start unless you had like some kind of idea right. where you want to start your own kind of Thing Whether it was a corporate thing or a nonprofit thing or something, I would definitely want to find something to do, but something where it was, um, ironically, like I was just consulting and show up when I want and whatever, you know, not like be an employee. Well, what you got to do is... Gotta, I might work at the Gap. Yeah. Fold sweaters. You got to hire someone directly beneath you that is good at like handling all that business. And so they, you know, when there's right. questions and things like that... They're the ones that handle all that stuff, and you, you know, like you're, um, you're Bruce Wayne in the most recent Batman movie, where mm-hmm. like he just kind of goes to the board meetings every so often, is like asleep there. And I need a Morgan he's, Freeman. He's you gotta need a yeah. You need you need the people that are beneath you that handle that stuff, so that you don't have to really worry about. It. You need Alfred too. I need, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, w- I don't think I just do a that. Michael Caine. I think no, that would be good. Like a life coach. Yeah, but I've thought of that too. Like I don't, I wouldn't want. Who Servants you, in the house. Who would you things, prefer you know? as a life coach? Morgan Freeman or Michael Caine? I think Michael Caine. I don't know. You're racist. <laughs> You're, yeah, but that has nothing to do with it. You know, I mean, I don't know. 
Morgan is Freeman. Is Morgan Freeman's gay? Is he? Isn't he? Is he? Isn't he? Just because he, he wears, wears an earring. He wears an earring. <laughs> Doesn't that make him gay? That's a good question. <laughs> is uh, Morgan Freeman gay? Yeah. I'm writing that down. Morgan Freeman gay. <laughs> um, you know, that would be a fun game. Is this person gay? Yeah, like with celebrities that you don't hear. No, I think I think I feel like I've seen him with a wife on the red carpet or something. Is M? I just took. I just typed in is space M O. The third one down is Morgan Freeman gay. <laughs> wow. Is mono contagious? <laughs> is Mozzie dead? Who's Mozzie? I think it's Morrissey. Okay, like. The 80s singer? Yeah, from okay. Yeah. And is Morgan Freeman gay at number three? Wow. And the answer, according to Google? Uh, let's see. Oh, no, no. I love Morgan Freeman and his movies. Who doesn't? Uh, I just noticed for the first time that he has an earring in his right ear. <laughs> and a pink handkerchief hanging out of his pocket. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, says. I didn't think so. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here we go. After 24 years of marriage, Morgan Freeman is finally getting a divorce. Hmm, maybe he is then. Mm. Well, is Michael Caine gay? I don't think so. He's British, he's does theater. I don't think so either, though. Cause... Okay, I typed, is M.I.? Uh-huh. Is Miley Cyrus pregnant? Mm. Is Mint.com safe? Is... <laughs> okay. Is Miley Cyrus a virgin? No. Is milk good for you? No. Is Michael Jackson really dead? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, maybe this could be my millionaire job. It's just is, sitting around answering internet questions. Is all right. Here we go. Is Michael Jackson really dead? Is Michael Douglas dying? Is Michael yes. Myers real? The killer or the Canadian comedic actor? I assume it's the killer. Then no. But is maybe it's Michael based Caine on gay. Is Michael K Jewish? <laughs> Are those two? Were you the one who asked about the uh, Rio Perlman thing? Is Rio Perlman uh, Jewish yes. or Italian? Uh, Will asked me. Is Michael yeah. King gay? No. Okay. Alright, so uh, okay. is Michael. Is Morgan Freeman black? Yes, yes. I, I <laughs> with, do have that without a doubt. So, are they gay is a good game. But yeah, also, um, Italian think, or Jewish is a good game yeah. with Rhea Perlman, Adam Carolla. There's a lot of good. Uh, I think are they dead or alive is a good one too. I mean, that's yeah. more obvious, but right. You know. Right. Didn't we try that once? We did. We might have. Yeah, I think you're right. I I prepared it. I, I think remember. You did. I didn't come up with the. That's best why I remember it because it's one of like the three times you've prepared. It. <laughs> right. All right. All right. So, uh, do you feel you've satisfactorily answered my question? Yeah. Well, okay. I would definitely do something, but I don't know what it is yet. All right. That's about what. It, that's more than I was expecting. I, we discussed it okay. ad infinitum. All right, so here is the next financial okay. monetary question. Can you break a 20? <laughs> um, at what price point mm -hmm. would a speeding ticket or like cell phone use ticket right. become truly effective as a deterrent? Mm. Like, if you get pulled over, you pay what, 150, 300 bucks maybe? For, I mean, depending. For what? For a speeding ticket? No. It's well Rachel just got one. It was. And it was close to four hundred and then plus some processing fee for traffic school and whatnot. I mean it's like close to five hundred bucks. Okay. And she hasn't even done traffic school yet. Okay. I don't know what that costs. I was not happy. <laughs> I yeah. Imagine. Which that's not fair, because I had to do it twice and I had to go and sit in the room and it's just horrible. How dare you get punished for your crimes? Yeah. 
And then, so you you can only go once every 18 months. So for the next 18 months, it's like such a nervous So to driver. you, the traffic school is almost more... Oh, yeah. I'll pay you whatever you want. Don't waste my time. And you have to go to the courthouse. Like, you can't pay them online, I don't think. You've got to really? go to the courthouse in person. Well, I haven't had one in many years, but, like, it's a huge pain. My sister got one, I think, coming back from a concert in Marysville. Are you talking about babies? What? <laughs> I haven't had one in 18 months. No. My sister got one coming back from her cousin's marriage. <laughs> she found it at a fire station. She got a speeding ticket, and I had to take her, because she didn't want to drive again or whatever, to like uh, Yuba City or somewhere in you know the middle of nowhere to go to the courthouse and pay the stupid ticket. So for me, yeah, the time is more annoying. But what I feel like... I feel like where they're at is pretty good. I mean, 500 bucks seems... Do you speed? Yeah. Then it's not a deterrent. No. I mean, like, to the point where oh, you would not speed. Like, if a speeding ticket was $10,000, are you going to speed? <laughs> no. Probably not. But, I mean, am I me or am I someone who, like, just got their license and this law has been in effect? You know? I'm talking about for the average person, I guess. Right, but I mean... Because I would say the average person speeds. Oh, Yeah. They should. When you get your license, though, like when we got our license, yeah, everyone speeds and you can do whatever you want. And now the kids can't drive after dark until you're 18. Like there's all these more restrictions. And so, right, for them, I mean, it was sucked for us. Right, but I think with the with the addition of cell phones and things like that, it's even more. Right. And. But. The fact that it's not us. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if if. If I'd always known, like, if since I knew what driving was, that was the cost of speeding, then yeah, I probably wouldn't. But now, I mean, I would probably do it less. I don't know. What's the speed limit, really? I mean, why is it 65 on a stretch of 5, and then all of a sudden it's 70, or what, you know, like... That's so arbitrary. On all freeways is 70 miles an hour. Okay. At what cost for a speeding ticket are you not going to go past 70 miles an hour? I don't know. I mean, like I said... Like, if it's $10,000, right. there's no way I'm going even close to that. That's true, but but I mean, like I just said, the, the $500 for Rachel's ticket, that seemed, like, high. It was way more than it was the last time I got a speeding and ticket. And that's the thing, is when you get a speeding ticket, for a while after, right. you kind of amend your ways and you're humbled by it, but it doesn't last all that long. But you know those signs where it's, like, uh, running the red light, you will get a $317 mm-hmm. ticket or whatever it is? Like... Okay, that, that, you know, obviously I don't want to run a red light, but I didn't before that either. Like, it wasn't the money that deterred me. It was like, you know, the safety or whatever. That's just, you know, the way, that's the way you drive. Yeah, but but there are certain times when, like, I'll I'll be coming to a light and it'll be turning red. And if I know that there are cameras, I'll be more likely to, like, slam on my brakes and definitely not possibly run it than... In certain other situations where I might possibly run it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Like, you're definitely more but, aware in certain situations. At least I am. Right. And and I'm with the speeding, too. Like, I keep it to, I'd say, about 15 miles over the limit. Because there's at some point where the uh, charge changes, too. I think if you're 20 mm-hmm. miles or more over the limit, like if you're 85 and a 65, it's different than being 84 and a 65. Um, so I'm definitely aware of it. But, I mean, and the other thing is, like, I keep up with the traffic in front of me or with the other cars on the road, um, and I don't weave, because that's what gets you pulled over. 
Take it from me, kids. <laughs> if you want to speed, that's fine, but stay in one lane. Oh, I thought you meant don't like do needlepoint and stuff while you. No, I stopped crocheting while I do. <laughs> if you're like cutting in and out and, and oh, yeah. you know being a little Asian kid, you're gonna get you're gonna get noticed. You're gonna get pulled over. And yelling for Indiana Jones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you're driving like that kid. Um. The, uh, it was probably like a year or two ago now. Um, there were there was the I have like some random relative like second cousin or something who is European. She's like German or Swiss or something. Mm. And she came to the United States with uh, her boyfriend and two of their friends, and they went to California for... They were in California for like a few weeks. And so um, they were at my parents' house for dinner, and I went over there to like meet them and you know just talk and stuff. And it was really interesting, and they were telling me about, or they were talking about um, in Germany, I think it's Germany, Germany or Switzerland, um, the charge for speeding mm-hmm. is proportional. And now that I know, now that I know that we have a European listener, I'll probably oh, be yeah. told that I'm wrong with this. <laughs> it was either I, I, it's either speeding or like DUI, but I feel like it was speeding. That the charge is proportional to your you mean the fine. The fine for yeah. it is proportional to your income. Oh, not to your amount well, or the limit. That both, oh. both. And so... Sounds like a tax. Essentially, yeah. Oh, so there was a guy who was, like, super wealthy that was going, like, 80 miles an hour with the speed limit, and his fine was, like, $400,000 or something wow. like that. So, you know, I think that would be interesting, too, because it's probably... Would you say it is more likely that speeders are wealthy or... No. In fact, you're you're taking one off my people I hate list here, but poor people drivers are the worst. And but because of speed? I think so. Really? But also like, you know, the weaving and the general asshole moves, but it seems to me like um we I saw a guy in a red Ferrari convertible a couple weeks ago in the Bay Area just on the highway just, you know, doing 65 or 68 or 70 or like it wasn't like ridiculously it wasn't like a miami vice episode he was just cruising along and that was his car and then the next day or something you know i was near arden fair around christmas time which is the worst place to be pretty much and there's like some beat up old car with this you know poor looking person in it that's that's speeding around weaving things all this stuff and it's like the rich guy could total the ferrari and you know get a new one he'd be fine whatever who cares it's an insurance deductible like what's what's a collision deductible? I guess you can pick it. Yeah, it's like a thousand bucks though, right? Right. Who you know, no skin off his nose. This poor person with this beat up old car. If they wreck their car, a they probably don't have insurance, or b if they do, they can't afford the dedu- the deductible, and then they can't get to their crappy job, and then they can't get you know to pick up their welfare they check. Don't like have a job, they probably are on disability and stay at home. And they probably can't go home. get the check. I mean, like. It's way more detrimental, mm-hmm. and yet they seem to care less or, or See, are willing to risk it more. I would say that, in my experience, the people who drive the super nice cars, like a Ferrari or like a Lotus or something like that, uh-huh. they aren't the ones crazy speeding. But it's the people who drive like the next tier down, like a Corvette mm-hmm. or like a really nice BMW or something. Those are the ones that I see more often than not. Not the, like, elite wealthy, right. but, like, the wannabe elite wealthy. Right, but, I mean, do you look at who's driving it? Because maybe it's just... Stolen. Well, <laughs> bought at police auction. I'm saying, like, 
you know, picture a doctor. Picture Morgan Freeman, who's a doctor, and he's wearing... He's not wearing Straight a, Morgan Freeman? Yeah, straight Morgan Freeman. He, he got rid of the earring. He's, he's not wearing a tie. He's wearing one of those, like, silk scarf things that are under the shirt, you know? The, like, rich man thing. That's, that's the rich man thing. To me. Is it a cravat or something? <laughs> I think it is a cravat. So he's, and he's like out for a drive in his Lexus just to go to the market and get some sherry. I used to think that, that a Lexus was like a really nice car. And now I'm realizing that it's not. Like I thought it was on okay. the par with like BMW what? and Mercedes. I think so. All, all cars have ranges. Okay, then what is? What's, what's your top of the line but attainable, you know, car? An Audi? Okay. He's yeah. driving like the, the biggest tricked out Audi with, you know, everything. And like I Jaguar, oh, I love Jaguars. That's what I would get with my lottery winnings, by the way. Um, would you get a Shagwar? Yes. <laughs> no. With the Union Jack painted uh-huh. on the left, this on the right side. When he's driving so, to market to get his sherry, he's you know oh, obeying sure. the speed limits. But picture some guy that bought the car at police auction or something, the same model, you know, and but got it cheap or stole it or whatever. Um, you know, he's weaving around stuff like it's not the car. Okay. It's it's all about the person. Okay. And their income. Just like it would be interesting to see, like I mean obviously you can't really get detail I mean, you can't base on who gets tickets because right. you know, it's not it, that's not across the board but in the same way, but that system if I was poor and I knew the ticket was gonna be proportional I wouldn't care. Well, that's why, yeah, I just brought it up as an example of something yeah. I found to be interesting, but but if, I mean, there would have to be like a minimum. Right, right, right. But right. If, if it's really a deterrent, because if it's, even if they raise it to $10,000, if you're ridiculously wealthy, you're like, whatever, ten right. grand. how's that going to hurt me? Right. You know? Um, but if if it is that for, you know, Mr. Poor Guy, or even for us, right. ten grand is not gonna you know, that's that's gonna make it Yeah. I can so find my... I can think of a lot of better ways to spend ten grand than a speeding ticket. Yes, me too. What what would you say for you the amount that it would be a deterrent is? I would say I would say no more than no more than five grand even would be enough oh, yeah. for me. I'd say even less. Yeah. What if you could buy a pass? And you paid, it was like your, with your license tag fee, you know, and if you paid this extra like $500, then you could go, your speed limit was raised by five or 10 miles. That's interesting. Well, I'm not like around a school and stuff, but, (laughs) but on the highway, I guess, but you know, most people are pulled over for speeding on the highway unless you blaze past a school. You know, it's interesting. I've been pulled over for speeding twice Mm -hmm. in my life. Neither time was on a highway. Really? When, when I was driving. I've been pulled over on a highway when someone else is driving. Right. But never when I was driving. Once, and both times it was when I was driving somebody else. Mm. I was driving Roddy to school one day in college. Mm-hmm. And the other time, I guess I was, I, Zach was in the car with me, but I was, it's not like I was just taking him somewhere. It was after one of the uh, trivia bowls and we were driving back from mm. Sunrise. Yeah. And it was like at the bottom of a hill and they were waiting at the bottom of a, like a steep hill. One of those, like, jerk moves. Right. I'm so pissed. I hate when you're on the highway and there's a cop on the other side that's pulled someone over and everyone on your side, like, slams on the brakes. Oh, there's a cop. What's he going to do? Fly over the island and, right. and track you down? He's, especially he's, like, out of the car talking to some guy. There are a couple spots on my way to school that I know they hide at, like, mm-hmm. behind little overpass things. Right. So I always kind of, like, coast a little bit right before those spots to, 
to get my speed down a little bit. Since since the last time I got pulled over and the guy told me it was he pulled me over because I was weaving yeah. in and out of lanes or whatever, you know, and, and it was like, well, I could have written the ticket for you know reckless driving too, but I didn't, and I was like, oh, bless you, sir. Um, I you, sir. Yeah, exactly. Like, who cares? Um, so ever no, since I then, I... oh, please, <laughs> I <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, but anyway, um, I just you know like yeah, I speed, but I just I don't call attention to myself doing it, and just keep up with all the cars and you around you. Descript car. It's not right. like you drive, you know, flashy McFlasherson right. mobile. Although I got pulled Which over nice in Weatch too. Yeah. So, and the second time, the first time I got pulled over in my mom's minivan. I think so. It's not the car. Yeah, the once was with my current car. I think once was with my old like '89 Honda. Right. Yeah. Okay. Final financial question. Mm-hmm. It also has to do with large sums of money. Okay. If you had to acquire, mm-hmm. and I'm not sold on this amount, but I'm going to start with it anyway. Okay. If you had to acquire $100,000 in 24 hours, say like Rachel has been kidnapped. Oh, okay. And you have to come up with the ransom money to get her back in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And you want to get her back. You're not like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I disregard my first answer. Uh, I felt like I had to stipulate that. <laughs> okay. Um, how would you do that? Oh, easy. Donate sperm. <laughs> would they give you like 50 bucks a pop? I got 24 hours? Bring it on. Just beat off for 23 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um... Clearly you've thought about this. <laughs> so, like, am I in a bubble? Like, it's just me? Or, like, I can't call my parents or, you know, something? Or You could, but, I mean, I guess. you could. Are you, Is your plan then to try to, like, borrow some money from these people and some money from that people? I guess my thought was, I'm going to have to commit a crime in some way to do this. Mm. That was my thinking. So, so it's more like we're in Mexico somewhere and she's been kidnapped or something. Even in America. Well, but I mean, I, I would, yeah, I would. Just, yeah. Like, I can't, I, I can't give you that kind of money. So, I mean, right, you could ask me for some. I could, I could maybe loan you some, but. But, you know. I got like 20 bucks. We maybe. all know <laughs> older people in our lives that have, you know, been smart with their money. But can, do they have access to that amount of money in that short of time? think so how about a million dollars well no because that see that doesn't work either like i'm thinking so okay so let's say you're in a bubble right, right let's right, say you're right. in a bubble yeah uh god i don't know i mean because obviously i can't rob some you know big established bank right i don't have the tools or a crew uh, i'll get your back i could probably knock over a liquor store if i had to but what are you gonna get 300 bucks you know what i mean that's not gonna that's not going to get to your goal. Um, I would sell things. That's hard too. Like, I guess I could sell cars and things, but that's not going to bring in very much. You could like find someone to sell your house to for hundred thousand. Just yeah, put it on Craigslist. <laughs> Everything for sale. Everything must go. Need cash. Yeah, exactly. Fast. You could go to one of those cash check cashing places. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. It's my money. I want it now. What if I what, could I go to the casino? That's that, that may be your idea. That's that be risky, but well, isn't that what they do in the Hangover? Right? Remember they yeah. have to get the money to get him back, and so they take the money they have. And right. High stakes gambling. Yeah. 
But that's risky. And, you and, just keep betting and like taking money out until you do it. Either either you get it and you get her back, or you end up in a ditch somewhere. Right. And then, like, if it's not going so well, then maybe I could just try and rob the casino too while I'm there. Um, do you feel like you could knock over a liquor store? Maybe. Probably. Do I have a gun? Sure. Can I get a gun? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I got I, one in my car. I probably could. I mean, I wouldn't. I feel like we're smart enough, right? It's it's kind of like that thing from Office Space where like. Looking up online how to launder money or yeah. a dictionary or something. Like, we're smart guys, and these criminals are idiots. Like, how can they do this so much better than us? Like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm looking to turn to a life of crime. Right. But. I mean, I I'm sure I, like... I'm sure I could find a small liquor store. Somewhere. Like, the one the one by your house. Fast Talk? Yeah, like, although it's very bright. Yeah, but um, a location where a lot of people go by. Well, kind of, but it's not like it's, it's, not like it's on, like, Folsom Boulevard or something, you know? Yeah. There's a little liquor store off of like Pasadena and Auburn, mm. um, but it's like on Pasadena. It's like on the side street, which is a very odd location. But like that's out of the way. Yeah, I'd probably rob that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably could. Well, we got a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> Sun's going down. Let's go rob some liquor stores. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like I said, that's not going to get you very much money. The high stakes gambling I can do, but you know, you that way you only have to borrow a portion of the money. You lose then, a big hand, and then you're not only back. You're not back where you started. You're like in the hole, you know. Well, let's say you have ten thousand dollars. You just put it on like black, and you only need to win like four times in a row to right. And always, good, been, right? always bet on black. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be tough. Let's hope that it never comes to that. Otherwise. Sorry, Rachel. Yeah, shouldn't have got yourself... Of course, the downside of the casino is I could get on some like winning kick and not want to leave. And yeah. the 24 hours come and go, and I'm still there. Right. It's true. Got some... But there's probably some you know, casino groupies that I'll then find, <laughs> take solace in. And then maybe you can just sell that. Oh, How about that? Kidnapping yes. people and selling that. Yeah. We need to find the Robert Redford to their Demi Moores and yeah. sell them. Sell a night with them. That could work too. Pimp for a day? Yeah. I must make $100,000 a day, right? <laughs> if he knows what he's doing. Maybe you find like a wealthy person and like kidnap or extort them. Ironic. So Rachel's been kidnapped and then I go kidnap someone to get the money yeah. to pay for her kidnapping. And then someone bigger has to kidnap that person and the circle of kidnapping life continues. No, I think it can end with your kidnapping, can't it? Because he's got plenty of money. Like, say you kidnap some famous athlete or something. Like, some, one of the kings. Okay. Okay? And you're like, dude, I just need 100000 Like, you can make that happen. It's not going to Well, I wouldn't end kidnap him. him, though, but I could go to him and say, like, hey, I'm a huge fan. Uh, sure. And, you know, I'd make something up and, right. and add And then when he says no, then you him. stick out your gun. You're like, all right, dude, I need the money. Right. Yeah. Did the kings pay that well, though? I mean, they're not selling tickets. Yeah. Everyone makes at least... Everyone, some of them are making millions a year. Oh, okay. Even for having like the worst record in the NBA, right? So, I don't know if I could name you a king. Tyreek Evans. There you go. Is he a king still? Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is only his second season. So, all right, he can do better. He probably will. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I was kind of surprised at how much we talked about the sexuality of sixty-year-olds uh, on this podcast. Yeah. Well. 
taught. <laughs> oh, what if Morgan it's the new 2011? What if Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine were gay together, like they were a couple? That'd blow my mind. Yeah, among other things. I'd pay a hundred thousand dollars for that. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. <laughs> right. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. I want my-